Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four, to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right. Welcome to another episode of Becoming a Scrum Master. I am your host, Ryan Ripley. Joining me today, Stas. Stas is a fellow PST um, extraordinaire. One of the, I believe, one of our Dutch... Uh, one of our Netherlands compadres, right? Or in the yes. in the in yeah. the Netherlands, the contingent that's taking over the world, uh, one PST at a time, right? We are. There's a couple of us. Yeah, just a few, right? There's a good concentration a there. But uh, I Stas, think uh, the the most per capita. I yeah, it used to be uh, Columbus, Ohio, and then it might have been somewhere in Wisconsin. No. Um, now I think it's definitely. Uh, the Netherlands. So, well, welcome, Stas. Not good sure if that's a good thing. Thank you. Yeah. So, first question: Can you share the story of how you first encountered Scrum? Uh, what motivated you to become a Scrum Master? Uh, was there a particular moment or experience that sparked your interest? Yeah, great question. Um, I think we've um, most of us in the field have these pivotal moments. Uh, I definitely had a couple. Um, I actually started out as a project manager a long time ago. Um, I don't think I was a particularly good product manager because um, I remember by the end of each uh, project delivery, we would get into these um, discussions with the customers where they um, um, were asking all of these things uh, uh, which uh, weren't delivered. And, and uh, basically our answer was always, well, it was out of scope, um, which was true. Um but it, it didn't feel uh, 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 right with me because uh, uh, I figured, well, we're having this conversation about uh, things that apparently should have been within scope, but yeah, people can change their mind. Why not? Um, but then we always followed it up with, uh, uh, well, there's always phase two, and that was basically the game that we were playing, but um, not particularly my game, I would say. So uh, based on that frustration, if you will, um, at some point, I, I heard about Scrum, uh, and, and I figured, hey, this could be interesting. But to be honest, I was working with a, a customer where which um, didn't like the word agility or, or Scrum at all. They really liked their the delivery uh, of, of uh, something each quarter. 
um, and uh, uh, a lot of reporting. Um, uh, it was very delivery focused, and, and the customer didn't want to do anything with it. Um, I did, however, so uh, I decided to take the plunge and, and uh, book myself a training, paid for it myself, and, and uh, that was a great decision, to be honest. Um, it really inspired me uh, because I really learned more about Scrum and, and a different way of delivering uh, products. Um, and ultimately, that's that's what I enjoy, delivering products, building products with other people and, and helping businesses to build better products faster, I would say. Uh, and, and project management didn't work out for me. Scrum worked great for me and, and I, I enjoy it to this day. So it's great. It sounds like, you know, it, it really elevated your career as well. So once you made that shift to Scrum, was there a eureka moment, like a, a pivotal, I mean, not even just pivotal, but maybe just a moment after you made that switch from project manager to Scrum master, you're working with the framework where you just saw the obvious power or impact that Scrum could have. And if so, could you describe I saw the Yeah. Yeah, basically, I, I saw the potential it, it could have, and and uh, this, this really sparked my curiosity. Um, but I must say, it, it it was the decision to go on the training and and uh, uh, kind of really learning more about it, which which uh, really sparked that eureka moment. And then uh, you get back from the, from this training, right? Like you feel energized, and you go like, "Yeah, I'm going to conquer the world using Scrum." And uh, um, I must say that didn't go well <laughs> initially because I figured, well. It's just Scrum, right? It's just a couple of pages, and then uh, I'll tell everybody how to do Scrum. Um, it's, it's a bit more to it than uh, uh, just following the steps. There's uh, a lot there to explore, but ultimately, that's that's what I love. But yeah, that Eureka moment really came during the um, during the training, and, and 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 also during a hackathon, I would say, where you really experience what what you can achieve when uh, you're under pressure, but you have a team which which is very motivated to uh, work on a certain goal rather than uh, to uh, be motivated by pizza and to deliver whatever you've agreed on. Yeah, um, yeah. I really like that. So over the years, uh, working with Scrum and working with different Scrum masters and um, through all of those different projects, you know, has your perception or how has your perception and execution of the Scrum master role evolved? Are there aspects of the role or the accountabilities, as we call it now, uh, that is different compared to when you first started? <laughs> it's an interesting question because uh, uh, I have to admit, I'm, I'm not that much of a Scrum Master. Like, I, I did a little bit of, of uh, Scrum Mastery, but uh, um, I pivoted quite freak, uh, quickly to uh, product ownership. So I've been mostly focused on being a product owner, being a product manager. Um, so let me redirect Using Scrum... Yeah. So let me, I'll redirect then. So as a product owner, you've encountered many scrum masters. Is that fair? Yes, for sure. Yeah. And so have absolutely. you seen a shift in the way that scrum masters are approaching you as a product owner? Um, I see a shift gradually. I remember uh, um, um, when I started out, uh, it, it was mostly focused on, on, on the process. It was really focused on uh, 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 estimating everything. Doing doing the process well, doing Jira well, and and uh, I must say my own role was more of a, a backlog owner or or Jira DJ as I refer to it now, than being an actual product owner. Um, and I see the same with Scrum Masters, uh, uh, where uh, initially and in, in how I started out as well, where Scrum Masters will be focused on uh, 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 
going through the motions, the the, the mechanical scrum, um, and making sure that the three magic questions are always answered during the daily scrum uh, or daily stand-up, as uh, most of us call it, um, uh, still. Um, but it was going through the motions, and, and I really see that uh, we are starting to shift to what's what actually matters, and that, that's uh, are we doing the right things? Are we delivering... Uh, uh, Things that are making uh, a, a change to the customer or, or uh, are actually valuable to the business, um, and I'm glad that we see this change because it, uh, um, it comes at a good time. Ultimately, that, that's what it's about: it's uh, answering the question: Are we doing the right things, and, and how can we know to tell? Uh, yeah. and, and that's the biggest shift that I that I see. It's a good shift, right? It goes from the mechanical to the value-driven kind of discussion, and. I think the industry overall has been trying to make that that shift and pivot for the better part of the past 20 years. So that's it's interesting to hear. It's a good trend, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So maybe even from a product owner perspective, which I think is totally fine, you know, what advice would you give someone that's aspiring to be a, to become a scrum master, any mindset, skills, habits that you think are crucial? And it, and I think it's even more interesting from that that product owner role or from that product owner perspective. Yeah, I think it, it um, it's a good question. I, I've pondered this many, many times, and I've pondered this uh, this morning as well. Ultimately, I think uh, uh, you need to be intrinsically motivated to collaborate, but also to uh, uh, question uh, assumptions, question yourself, uh, question your methods, even question Scrum. Uh, uh, Scrum is incomplete. Uh, you need to add stuff to it. And, and are you adding the right stuff to it? Question everything. Um, that can be demotivating, that can be a distraction at times, but uh, really try to get into the nitty-gritty of, of uh, are you the things that you're doing actually helping you or are you just uh, creating more busy work? Because uh, uh, that's not the point. Uh, you need to be able to be critical, but also be critical of yourself but, and, and be able to take feedback. Uh, and the, the most important thing is you need, really need to enjoy collaboration, collaboration with others, collaboration with stakeholders, collaboration with uh, uh, your team. Well, that's great and very true. If those things are not on your radar, being a scrum master will be painful. Uh, last yes. question for you, Stas, and then we'll get you on your way. What is one book that you think every scrum master should read? Aside from uh, uh, fixing your scrum, obviously. Um, uh, I have a hard time picking just one, uh, and I will give you a different one every time. But uh, the one book that I would argue that every product owner needs to read is is definitely the Lean Startup, uh, mm-hmm. and I would argue the same for uh, Scrum Master as well because uh, it's not about Scrum; it's about uh, uh, delivering products. Uh, uh, and um, the Lean Startup really gives you a different perspective on the same thing. Uh, and that, that really helps you to broaden your perspective on, on uh, what else is out there uh, and how can you enrich your own toolkit to make sure that you keep delivering value and, and, and help the, the, the teams and organizations that you're with. Um, at least that was for me the, the, the book that really made me break away from uh, uh, Scrum. Mostly, and I'm not saying you should break away from Scrum, but you should definitely enrich yourself with other uh, views on, on the on the other perspective on the on the same uh, thing. Great, we'll add that to the show notes and to the list of books that uh, all of our guests have recommended. It's it's a neat um, 
you know, a neat list. Of, uh, each one's different. So it's cool to see just the eclectic mix of books that have come up. So Stas, this is your time to shine. Anything you want to share, promote, or let the audience know about before we wrap up? Oh, I uh, just scrum on and uh, uh, keep maximizing value, everyone. And uh, uh, definitely uh, uh, link up with me on uh, LinkedIn. Uh, uh, probably there will be a link somewhere. Uh, yep. As there will be things coming this year, there will be a book. It will be in Dutch, uh, unfortunately, for some of, uh, some of you. Uh, but there's other things uh, on the horizon, especially if you're uh, based in the Netherlands and if you do something with products, uh, uh, hope to see you around. Very great. Well, thank you, Stas. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Ryan. Yeah. All right, everybody. Be sure to like and subscribe. Hit that bell so you never miss conversations like this with great people like Stas. Check out the socials. We're pretty big on Twitter or X and LinkedIn. Uh, we're still figuring out Instagram. We're uh, not quite there yet. Uh, some videos are going to pop up. It's our free Scrum course and our free EBM course. Dig in, listen to those playlists, go get certified and get to work. No excuses. They're free. All right. For Stas, I'm Ryan. Go forward. Do some great Scrum things. As Stas said, Scrum on. And we'll see you next time. Cheers. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and scrum on.